So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Uh, and we're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of your project and what does the project name mean? Um, Mainly it's my, it's my solo project. Uh, I've played in bands before, uh, but I wanted something that was like my own and just my own project. Um, it started off, I don't know, like right before the pandemic, actually. I'd had some demos at home that I've been working for for a while. Um, and then I wanted to take it further in once I realized I had quite a few and wanted to make something buffer out of it. And I contacted a producer and it just, you know, kind of went from there. Um, Inling is, um, <laughs> it's Norwegian for favorites. It means to be someone's favorite. So it was like, um, I don't know, it sounds super pretentious and I'm unaware. <laughs> I think it was early days of the pandemic, so we were kind of a bit optimistic that everything would, you know, kind of just like fizzle out quite soon. And they still have like showcase festival going on in here in Norway where I live. So I was going, I think we just recorded and finished my first single, Childish Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was going to um to sign up for some showcase festivals that was like later the same year. Um, and I'm from, and I live in Oslo, which is the capital of Norway, but I'm from Bergen and that is like the, the second biggest city of Norway. So they're kind of like competitive in a way, but it's, you know, it's the normal thing to do for two cities. And uh, I hadn't found a name for my project yet. So we were kind of like, I was just kidding around with Adrian who was producing for me and saying, he said that I should just, you know, return back home being Bergen's favorite or Bergen's inling. Mm-hmm. we're just kidding but i kind of clicked on the name because it's got a nice ring to it and it's it does also, yeah yeah i don't know how it works in english i didn't think about that actually i'm gonna <laughs> completely stutter over it at the end but it's all good <laughs> it's all good it'll, it'll even out like, when, like when i fuck it up just don't even pay attention to it <laughs> it's not personal yeah I swear. <laughs> how, how would we say it though because i haven't i haven't asked anyone who speaks english i should have done that before i just like went for it but so how I saw it and how my brain was like, that's how it's pronounced is because we speak English as yindling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yindling. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. now that you say it, I, I can hear and see that now. So thank you. It's very generous. I appreciate it. Yeah, I can't pronounce shit to begin with. So I saw it and said, oh, no, I'm fucked. <laughs> yindling. Yeah, it kind of works as well. So that's okay then. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, as you mentioned, congratulations on your newest release, Childish Fear. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Um, I think it's been surprisingly great. It's a bit weird to kind of um, release music at the time we're in. It's just like the, I don't know, sixth or seventh lockdown period in a way. We kind of fluctuate oh, wow. opening up and going down. So um, we obviously haven't been able to play or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the reception has been really nice. So it's been very pleased with it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very happy to hear that. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the the track name or the cover art? Hmm? Any okay. meaning behind the uh, track name or the cover art? Um. Well, the track name is. Um, I think it's uh, it's called Childish Fair, which is it's like yeah, another song about kind of like um, being a bit afraid of intimacy or that stage in a relationship where you know each other that well like the honeymoon phase is almost over so you're mm-hmm. kind of just left you know you can't really discover that much new and exciting about the other person anymore mm-hmm. so it's kind of like um 
It's called childish fear because I think I shouldn't have known over that at this point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of experience enough to know that no one is really all-consuming, interesting all the time. Like it's mm-hmm. just not how it works. Um, yeah, but that is the inspiration for the track nine. Okay. Um, yeah. On the cover art, it's really it's just like a really close-up photo of me and quite psychedelically retouched, which I think just kind of well, I hope it kind of um, communicates a sort of genre, like the dream of sort of psychedelic mood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's intimate, it's up close to my face. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the single? Yeah, sure. Um, I play the guitar, which is how I write most of my songs to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, so it's it's really it's quite it was quite straightforward when I when I wrote it because I had an idea in my mind for a while what I wanted mm-hmm. it to be about and I usually just write about something that's going on in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that on guitar and then I made a demo and um, that was all kind of like the spark of the whole project really because when I made the demo the sound I got for it I realized I would need some help to kind of properly produce it I couldn't just keep it as a sort of acoustic yeah and the demo I made was also like kind of dark with many layers but I needed some help to kind of create the whole sound that I was going for but the writing process I it was Pretty much like it was done in a day, really. And then we spent some time to find a correct sound for it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where was your headspace at uh, while you were writing this track? Mm, well, it was that kind of like, I was in like a honeymoon phase of relationship going to an end. And I was like mm-hmm. a bit insecure whether or not. It's not only like if you feel enough, it's also like if they feel enough for you, if you have enough things in common to kind of continue. So that was the headspace. And it was also like winter time in Norway, which makes everything a bit moody. The winters are super long, so everyone gets yeah. a bit depressed. It's quite a, an atmospheric track. It is, definitely. yeah. Yeah, definitely does seem like a winter, like dark day track. Yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. You captured that very well. Um, so this one should be, of course, yeah. Um, so this one should be super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this track for new listeners in three words. Um, okay, uh, it's atmospheric. It's a bit uh, hypnotic, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's intimate. Intimate, that's, those are very good. Yeah. very very good those are one of the best ones we've gotten honestly <laughs> big words describing them well yeah um so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this track um well i listen to a lot of dream pop myself and i think at the time probably beach house which is also it's always a go-to for me in the winter time in Norway because to kind of keep sane, you have to get out when it's well, we have like a window of, I don't know, five or six hours where it's actually light in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, you know, you would be in school or at work, right? So I kind of walk a lot when it's dark and then it's always beach house. <laughs> so I'm probably beach house. And uh, I think I was also listening to Angel Olsen at the time. Massive star probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. All right. Um, so for a split second, we're actually going to shift away from Miri music for a second. So if you could have written any song that exists right now, which song did you wish that you wrote? Did I praise that? Gotta work on that delivery, Gloria. Yeah, I'm still working on it. <laughs> you haven't delivered it yet. 
Any song ever? I don't know. I would want to like. I don't know. It's kind of a big, it's a difficult one to answer because you're mm-hmm. kind of um, comparing yourself to someone really great, I guess. <laughs> but um, maybe fade into you with Massive Story. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh. So that's good. Uh, so where do you see your project in the next five years, and what are you working on? Tell us everything. Tell us everything. This is also like a bury your soul sort of question. I don't know. I hope. Well, we've just been. I've just been into the studio recording my EP, which will be uh, out. I think like winter next year. So oh. Okay. So and we have a series of singles planned now. The next one out, end of April or sort of May, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I hope you know. I hope someone will like it, and it will kind of catch on, and I'll be able to play a bit, like once the world opens again and everything. Mm-hmm. And I will go from there. I do write a lot, so I would love to be able to to make more music and record more music. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Six. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I'm not very, I guess it's a fact about I'm not very, um, I'm not very good with food. Like, I don't, I don't think it's the most important thing. So, um, I would probably say, like, it would probably be candy. Like, that's terrible. But <laughs> no, candy's fine. Yeah. Like, candy and wine. I'll be happy. All right. <laughs> Wait, wait, do you have like a specific candy though, or is it just like any candy? I don't know what that's called in English actually, but I know like when you, you know, when you can pick your own and you put it like. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a, a pick and mix type thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? In fiction world. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not that big on fantasy either. Don't care for human being. <laughs> <laughs> probably harry potter like i used to read it as a kid and that would be awesome i think yeah do you know what house you are it will be gryffindor i have never checked because I, you know i wouldn't want to ruin my pride mm-hmm. <laughs> okay that's fair gryffindor is gryffindor is a safe bet that's fine that's yeah. fine uh so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question okay what is your favorite color so as Gloria said that's all the questions you have today is there anything that you would like to plug that I would like to plug promote uh, well I have a new single coming up uh, and also, we just remo- we just uh, released the video for my single, which is animated by Aleppo. Oh. It's really, really good. And you should go check that out. All right. Awesome. Um, for my, any of my other socials or on YouTube, if you can spell in <laughs> uh, Well, thank you for now. This has been Yinling, Yinling. <laughs> and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast. <laughs>